from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A violent attack that happened in Midtown. Video shows the brawl on Broadway. This happened last Friday. Police say it started when the 41-year-old victim was going into a CVS and a woman asked him for money. He declined. No, thank you. And when he left the store, a man threw a liquid in his face, knocked him to the ground. Police say the suspect stabbed him two times in the back before stealing his Samsung tablet and taking off. Wow. It sure is violent around here these days. And just not giving somebody money is all it takes to get beaten up once in a while. Joining me now, Seth Barron, author of Last Days in New York. How are you, Seth? I'm doing great, Pat. Thanks for having me yeah, on the show. Hey, sure, man. You like, uh, have you had this, uh, drugstores are a place you, inescapable. You, you go to them every day, you know, or for something or other, you know. And there's there's certain places you go where there's the same guy or, or whatever, sometimes hanging around with the same woman, uh, but uh, typically a guy. Uh, what's with uh, what's with these guys turning violent now? You know, I mean, like, don't they know that it's a numbers game begging in New York? Um, my new conclusion about going places in New York is that anywhere you go, store, restaurant, someone will come in begging. It yeah. seems to be the new thing. Yeah. It used to be that this would happen occasionally, like uptown I would get this. Now it's like every goddamn place you go, somebody comes in and starts begging, and they get really annoyed and like belligerent. Yeah. Uh, more so than they did. More so, yes, absolutely. Well, I think there's like this new uh, permissive tenor around a city that, uh, you know... Look, here's the thing. I and, love that acapella group, by the way. Oh, they're great. The permissive um, tenors. Yeah, yeah, they're terrific. Um <laughs> Here's the thing, okay, uh, criminals and people in the criminal element are always attuned to, like, what the limits are of what they can get away with. So they're, they're like all, puppies. A little bit, yeah. They're always like, okay, so if you're, like, a thief, when you go into, if you're a regular person, a civilian, you go into a store, you're just like, oh, let me get what I need, walk over here. If you're a criminal... You walk into a store and you're thinking like, okay, where are the lines of sight? What can I put in my pocket? Where is the exit? Where are the guards? Are there cameras? Mm. You're just really att attentive to these things. Sure. If you're a street criminal, you're like, how much can I get away with? Same way, like, say you're like, you have some money and you're relatively well off and you don't want to report all your... In you want to like evade, not evade taxes, but avoid taxes. You want to get as <laughs> yeah. close to the line right. as you can. Well, then you're always going to be... Th everything you do, you're going to be thinking, okay, can I deduct this? Can I deduct that? Can I depreciate this? Oh, okay, I made. Uh, I spent these days in Florida, not New York. How can I... You know, whatever. Any mindset, yeah. If you're trying to cheat on somebody, you're That's thinking like, your oh, let's see, how can I get away with this? So uh, these guys, you know, so if you're part of the criminal underworld... Or just, you know, if you're just like kind of a scumbag, then you're like, oh, well, nowadays I can go into a McDonald's and go from person to person. Yeah. And they're not going to kick me out because they don't want to deal with it. And the police aren't going to arrest me anyway. And, oh, I can like get into an argument with somebody and maybe even if I punch them, I'll get out tomorrow. They're attuned to these things somehow. Yeah. They, they don't keep up, I'm sure. I mean, they like, yes, here's my point. They do keep up. You they, think they do? They keep up. They know better than New York Post readers. Really? Yes. If things... Because the... Because they're very sent. This is what their whole life is geared around. Yeah, is dealings with authority and what they can get away with. So they 
pick up the vibrations instantly. That's what I mean. They're attuned. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not in they're not attuned to the to to the like messaging coming from the they DA may, and stuff no, like that. But they are attuned right. to like what they're what the what kind of signaling they're getting from police, authorities, just through their natural sort yes. of tendencies and and you know like their feelers are out there yeah, and they like can tell. Like rabbits when a tsunami is coming. Right. <laughs> Yeah, or yeah, or you know, in this case, you know, wild dogs when the coast is clear. Kind of. You know, there's nobody to stop them. There's nobody that's going to be able to do anything about it. The police are disempowered. Even you know, being defunded and and you know, certainly unpopular. It, it I think that it, even if you put all that money back, you still have this issue of like, oh, geez, you know, like uh, this is it's it, that's a bunch of power that just got used on you. You know, I mean, like anytime there's some kind of public uh, upswell of any sort, it seems to be pointed at the police i mean the whole point of all of this has been to of the whole defund movement even if they didn't succeed in defunding the police even if they didn't succeed in you know getting more prosecutions of cops they've imposed a kind of second guessing right yeah, like they've right. made the police like doubt and so they've if you raise the costs of a cop getting involved in an altercation with somebody, well, they're not, they're just going to like sit back. Yeah, the stakes are raised. They're going to be like everybody else in America at this moment, which is like, I'm just here for the paycheck. I'm just trying to stay the fuck out of your yeah, way. Yeah, right. And that's what we've done, stay the fuck out of their way. It, it's, and that's, let alone like go on the attack, you know, to say like, no, this is, you know, and you need to stop being this way. You know, that's, it's un American to tell people how to be. You know, if people want to run around and like, you know, uh, you protest, whatever. You know, I mean, that's their right. Building, burning down shit's not their right so much. But we, but it's they're on the attack, uh, attacking a lifestyle, attacking a way of life, attacking a type of person. Nobody's doing that to them, uh, and, and I don't know that they should. However, you know, it, you got to resist. We got to resist that type of uh, thing. It, anyway, it goes back to Ferguson effect. You know, from years ago, and it's just grown from there. Ferguson effect on and on until now. It's a uh, I mean, you can trace it to Ferguson, but I mean, like, it's, I guess it's Floyd effect now. Yeah. Floyd effect is, you know, Ferguson effect, uh, you know, what, 2.0? Basically. He declined, this guy, when they asked for money, and he left the store. He was confronted by the woman and a man. She, th What do you think the liquid was that she threw in his face? Probably uh, a drink, I'm sure. Yeah, like Probably uh, some Snapple. soda. I don't know. <laughs> uh, then again, I mean, it's probably piss. Uh, threw him to the ground. People say the attacker, uh, they the attacker stabbed, oh, police say, uh, stabbed him two times in the back before stealing his tablet and taking off. So, you know, uh, the struggle is, um, you know, part of the deal. They're stabbing people who resist now. <coughs> it's weird asking for the money and then, and then stabbing somebody. It, it, normally that's an implied threat, and I guess they're... Uh, that's not necessarily there anymore, but this would be still be an armed robbery, by the way. This was right on 40th Street. Uh, the shit's happening more in Midtown. Uh, Every Yeah, a lot of shit is happening downtown now. Yeah. Um, you know, you saw two cars were, were carjacked yesterday. Yeah. Like right. in the middle of the day in Midtown. I mean, that's bonkers. Yeah, it was bonkers. Yeah. Bonkers. Absolutely. Uh, it was over on the west side, right? Yeah. By the highway. And I think in Midtown, no? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think it was uh, like, yeah, it might have been it, as that goes uh, in Midtown, but still over west. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, by by that uh, West Side Highway. That was insane. And now you know uh, 
another story. A guy was homeless, masturbating in front of Penn Station. We, we, I, I have talked about this with uh, Al Pontillo, uh, masturbating, and uh, well, that's a young guy, that's, twenty-one that's years standard. old and homeless. That's that's standard. Twenty-one. You know, that's not old enough. I oh. figure this guy's probably a prostitute or trying to sell his, you know, like get somebody to suck his, you know, right, at Penn Station. The guy said, like, hey, don't be doing that here. My wife's here, you know. He had his wife with him, and the guy cut his hand. Uh, so uh, he's ready to defend, right, you know, his defend rights. His, yeah, right. Okay. It's t- to absolutely, yeah. And, uh, see, the, people say that. It took me years to actually see somebody jerking off in new york city it's a weird thing but like like i hear women say oh i hear it. i see it every day every day you go how often do you actually see it oh every day i don't think that's true but they might see it a lot more than i do i don't know but this well, guy they, they, he, i mean they might be doing it for their benefit right exactly i mean like so it's kind of their fault really i mean like walking around looking all fine well i'm, but, I'm not know. looking that fine you know well so i don't know. have to see it so much there is that uh but they you know Look, uh, it's just there's there's nothing more disturbing, I think, than someone jerking off in public like that. It's like it's so first of all, it's the last thing you want to see. Second of all, it's the last thing that you want to be subjected to. Like uh, it, it feels like an invasion of your fucking privacy while you're out. I saw a guy in Times Square wearing these sweatpants and he's just like, you know, and you can see he's taking the, he's got his sweatpants hands down in the sweatpants and then like kind of bringing it out a mm-hmm. little bit and just stroking himself off. Think how think how rape it was. It was Think just how rape victims must feel. Mm. Yeah, I never imagined it to be pleasant. <laughs> I mean, for real. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah, God. I Look, mean, talk about your privacy City being invaded. It's like turning into like a bucket of like fish guts and shit. Like useless. At least did you bu- start that <laughs> sentence without any destination in mind? I'm just curious. Well, I was gonna say a bucket of shit, but then but you so can use a bucket of shit for something. Probably. Uh, oh shit! That's I don't snap. Know. No, it, yeah, fish guts and shit. You can do zero with. I. I'm no, not no, happy. I'm not, I'm not happy with with the way things are going. I wouldn't. I'm not either. Seth. And the new DA of um, Manhattan. More to come, he says. <laughs> I mean, basically, he's um. He's making me unhappy, too. I can tell that by your article that's in the Post. It's coming out in the Post tomorrow, and it's posted on the New York Post uh, website tonight. Uh, I'll read just a, a, a little bit of it. Besides assuring New York's criminal class it's safe from prosecution for robbery, assault, trespass, and resisting arrest, New Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg promised subway fare beaters that his office won't press charges against them. What is the point of doing that? Um, well, here, you know, to be fair, they this has already been the case that yeah. they're not pressing charges against fair beaters. Right. Um, but so even even more pointless to make the announcement. I know. Well, the idea is that uh, it's a crime of poverty and that uh, people who jump the, the turnstile have no choice in the matter. They have to. Yes. They have to do it. I mean, you they could have make, to go to their jobs, right? You can make the same argument. Well, how about if people drive away from uh, gas stations and steal the gas? Crime of poverty. I guess that would be a crime of poverty. I suppose they might feel the same way about the people who can take up to nine hundred ninety-nine dollars or whatever out of uh, drugstores. Crime of poverty. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's a bad. It's another question of a bad signal. Yeah, and that's essentially what. But what what I wrote my article about is they always like to say. Bragg and Jumani Williams say that um, 
Well, we don't we don't send the cops to arrest people who don't pay their toll on the bridge, right? And it's because those people are mostly white. Drivers tend to be more white. Although, you know, I don't know if that's even I don't know if that's if true. That's true or not. Uh, of course, there's a big difference because you know we you don't have um, like when you're crossing the bridge, you're in a car. You're not like locked in a in a steel tube with like people who act like maniacs. It's private transportation. It's not public. Yeah, it's not like mass transit. So, so it's completely different. It, it's a total difference. And you well, know. I mean, it, it, it's that's a dumb comparison, obviously. You know, but I mean. The idea, even, that it's a crime of poverty is ridiculous because it's like it, people are not trying to go get to their job or get to grandma's house or get it, it's not a trip they have to make. If they're jumping to the turnstile, generally speaking, they're going down there to do bad shit Some, or they're going someplace where they could like, well, you really should have to walk. You know, that's why the subway costs money. I don't know how many stops they're going, you know, or if they're taking it back to Brooklyn. It's like, well, you know, you need to pay two seventy five for that. It's just the deal. I think often the people actually have the money, you know. I mean, like, I, I'm poor, you know, but, I mean, I pay. Well, look, here's the thing. Um, and it should cost you more not to pay than it does to pay. Well, that's, I guess, the penalty. Um, the idea that a lot of people get arrested for jumping the turnstile is um, is a myth. Very few people do. You may get a ticket. Uh, well, that's I mean, pretty, the real pretty thing, infrequent as the well. Real th yeah, that's true. The real thing with stopping uh, turnstile jumpers has always been, look, it's a pretext. It's a way to search for weapons. Yeah. And it works. Or to catch people yes. who have outstanding warrants. Right. Guns, um, weapons, uh, anything like that. Look, most people who jump the turnstile are not committing another crime. However, anyone who goes into the subways to commit crimes jumps the turnstile right exactly that's that's the thing that that to keep in mind yeah if, if if that's that that's how criminals get into the subway uh his fair beating policy isn't a major change because cy vance stopped prosecuting theft of services from the mta in 2018 this is from your article uh but stamping the da seal of approval on fair evasion certainly isn't going to improve the atmosphere of subways that are filthy scary often resemble a locked hospital ward on wheels i put something up on my locals nyc uh crime report dot uh, locals dot com and it's me at it's christmas morning early early christmas in the like 1 a.m and uh i've had people say man i can't i could would not be able to be on that car how do you and it, to me it was like i waited for a couple cars but it's it's the least stressful car there was <coughs> excuse me i mean like it's like the, there's <laughs> there's a guy you know like doing that weird like small like old man walk but he's like young enough and he's a junkie and a couple of other there's just weird shit going yeah. on. It's late at night, you know, and, and yeah, you're right. It does feel like a mental ward, even when it doesn't feel dangerous, which it often does. It feels like, man, the, everybody is nuts. I mean, who wants I mean, to be locked in a in like a conveyance in like this this small area with somebody who's like seriously mentally ill and just screaming or acting. I mean, I feel like every time I ride the train now, which is becoming less and less frequent, there's some crazy person on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And who the hell wants to deal with it? It's just not the way it's supposed to be. So um, the problem is that the trains right now are running at about half uh, the ridership of where they were pre-pandemic. Okay. And people are not going to... like. And Midtown offices are now at like eight percent of where they were. Oh man, they, like they're never very back. getting people. Or what? I, what I mean to say is that eight percent of people are in their offices full time. Right. Okay. People. There. You know. There are people who come in a few days a week or whatever. <laughs> 
But getting people to come back will require that the subways get cleaned up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and there's no thought towards that at all. They, 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 the street, everything around them, I mean, like, it's puke, it's, you know, people gathering on the stairs, it's just uh, the, the cops are doing what the cops do now, you know, post-George Floyd. And, right. And you guys, uh, thank you very much for uh, setting this tone. Uh, I'm going to read further into your piece, if you don't mind, just to well, see what else you say. If you like it that much. I'm going to read it in your presence. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Uh, it says, enchanted by his program of reform and desire to uh, extend the benefit of the, doubt, of the doubt to every miscreant in the borough, Bragg doesn't care about the average trap hanger. That's true. In fact, his lack of comprehension of the way the subway works is so profound, you would be excused for thinking he's never ridden it. Do you think that's true? I mean, Oh, I, no. Of course he's ridden it. But he's, he? Well, I mean, the guy grew up in Harlem. He, I guess he still so lives in Harlem. So he's a real deal. Yeah. So why doesn't he give a shit? I, I mean, think he's a true believer. That, really? Like, he really thinks, like, um, well, I mean, you know, he's he also gets a lot of money from George Soros, so he's he's paid to, like, have these beliefs. Right. But, you know, I think he's a true I think he really believes that, like, putting people in jail causes crime. That the... the yeah, what, what, how, how is that exactly? Well, the way he phrases it is that if you just arrest people and then... You know, it creates this revolving door where you just keep busting people for minor crimes and then that just becomes their life. And they stack up. But then, on the other hand, what's the alternative? Just to let them commit all their minor crimes? Like, yeah. where's the evidence that, like, arresting them makes them do it more? That, that I don't get. That uh, I don't get. I don't, I don't see the correlation. They say that this type of thing is to make us safer. It makes us safer. I don't... That's that, what he says. I, yeah. And I, I, the only thing that I the, can The figure, mechanism of action is not explained. I think that he's not talking about us. He's, he's with them, and they are us, and we are them. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm feeling like a them in that equation. It doesn't feel safer for me. Well, there's this it idea that, like... feels safer for those guys, I'm sure. You know, if you, if you get rid of the law, then there won't be any crime. <laughs> I mean, yeah, semantically. Semantically, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they, they, uh, I mean, I kind of feel like over the last few years we've been talking about this mm -hmm. and like, oh, this will lead to this, this will lead to that. And now I feel like we're there. Like, yeah. Without like, a doubt. You know, I mean, okay. The, yes, it's true. The murder rate is not as high as it was 30 years ago. C congratulations. Yeah. Right. You know, it's still going the wrong way. Uh, the streets are becoming dirtier. It feels less safe. Um, yeah, it's everything that we uh, had anticipated. Yeah. Without question. So uh, congratulations, New York. Yes, you've done it. Yeah, and, and now we're so much safer uh, for, the, for that. This uh, cold-blooded killing in a Burger King. You know, a worker was killed in a Burger King by a homeless man who shot a teen cashier. In cold blood. Uh, he used to work there, apparently. He's released without bail. Homeless man who shot the dead teen who shot dead a teen cashier in cold blood at Burger King, where he used to work, has been released without bail for a screwdriver attack. This feels different. This is like a different story, because somebody was shot. Yeah, that's so a different story. This is a different person murdered inside a Burger King. How about that? What's up with two Burger King killings? We had one where, where a lady got shot... 
I didn't hear about... He worked at a Burger King. And wait, what's the second one? This is a 30-year-old uh, career criminal. He yelled, America's going to burn after being arrested over the cold-blooded murder of 19-year-old Burger King cashier during a robbery this yeah, week. that was that one. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and the homeless man was free to kill after being... Oh, he had just been released... Okay, he was out he on was out. bail. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. That's uh, now I understand. Uh, he was uh, free to kill after being released without bail for menacing another man with a screwdriver a little more than a month before the attack. Now, when he menaced this guy with a screwdriver uh, before the attack, hey, uh, you know what? In it used to be that people would get shot for menacing people with a screwdriver. Really? Yeah, like Bernard yeah. Getz. <laughs> they, that's exactly what that was, right? Yeah. Menaced with a screwdriver. Uh, his name's Winston Glenn. Tracked down in Brooklyn after an intense citywide manhunt following the shocking murder of Crystal Bayron Neves. Nieves. Yes. Bless you. At the East Harlem Burger King, where NYPD officials said Glenn previously had worked. So he was he was a former Burger King employee, and he was out on the street following his arrest on November 3rd because the crime was not bail eligible. So he would have been in jail. That's why you jail him, I guess. I don't I'm, see that would this would put the lie to exactly Bragg's theory that they're going to commit fewer crimes if you just, you know, well, ease look, up on them. Here's I th here's the thing is like, OK, you can't just keep everybody in jail who's awaiting trial. Uh, but well, especially not a subway jump. I mean, that's no, obvious. no, no. But so look, there's a different reasons why you put people in jail. One, like uh, okay, rehabilitation, sure, why not? Uh, you hope for that. Punishment, okay, retribution, sure. Um, but also just incapacitation, just get yeah. them to so they're not committing crimes. I kind of always thought that was the main thing. Well, to protect the public. Yes. Because um, you know, but they refuse. I guess that would involve some kind of like uh, acknowledgement that they're dangerous. Yes. But they haven't been convicted of anything. Well, right? if you listen to the liberals, their attitude is that they're there's really no, guilty. it doesn't matter. That even if you're guilty, you're not real. Like, there's no, there's no good reason to put people in jail. I, that I don't get. That no maybe if someone <laughs> is like a murderer, that then there's a reason. You know, I, the idea is that everybody's amenable to services. Man, and that even, all we're missing is enough resources and services. Even their empathy is, like, subject to their ideology's approval, I guess. You know? Totally. Because it, it, it's, some people are only, only, really only empathetic if somebody gets murdered. He's a Jamaican immigrant. He's being led out of the 25th uh, Precinct Station House. Booked Friday afternoon, he launched into his rant as people called him a murderer in Spanish. His victim was Puerto Rican. Why am I guilty? Glenn shouted through the blue mask covering his face. As others walked him to a waiting police car, officers did. Uh, he said, "You know what they charge?" Uh, and then I don't know what this word is, but it's uh, an N, and it ends with S. There's like five letters. What would that be? What What you know? What they charge um, every day? It says, "You know." Oh, you know they charge nachos. Nachos every every day. day? Okay. okay. Well, where is our president? I'm saying it real. Where is our president? I'm Where, saying it real. Well, you know what? He's right about that. <laughs> Biden has not commented on this case. He hasn't done a thing about it. He has not mentioned it. He has a... Yeah, you're right. He's abdicated his responsibility to comment on it. Detectives attempted to load the handcuffed suspect 
into the back of the car when he screamed, I think this one's fuck you all. And then Bellowed America's going to burn. Well, uh, it sounds like he's... Yeah, he's sounds sounds like he'd be a good guest. Sure, <laughs> we it sounds like we agree. Oh, I was going to say it sounds like he should run for city council. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they want to burn it, but it's in a good way. Speaking of the city council, uh, we'll talk about in a moment uh, a, a city councilor who I'm actually acquainted with not being allowed into the chambers to do her job. Uh, what the hell's that about? I'll tell you in just one moment. America's going to burn. So the cops then grabbed him by the shoulders and the top of the head as they struggled to shove him in the vehicle. you got to watch their heads. Yeah, they can bang their heads. Uh, he had one last parting uh, shout. A parting shout, it says, uh, for those yelling at him in Spanish. Do you want to start a war between Latinos and nachos? Uh, do you want to start a war, he hollered. So he's like, is he, so, so he's trying to, he's trying to like defuse things. It seems like he's hungry, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's a uniter, not a divider. He doesn't want like why are we why are 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 the the the, the communities of color letting themselves be divided Brothers. by 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 the white man. Yeah. These cops are what comes between us. Yes. Them arresting me for shooting a Latino, a Puerto Rican. Uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn Faye is charged of first-degree murder, first-degree robbery, criminal use of a firearm, criminal possession of a weapon. I wonder why uh, you would, uh, oh my God, have you seen this dude? <laughs> yeah, look at this. <laughs> Jeez, what's that shirt? I mean, it's looks like a Warhol print. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is interesting. He's got it? that's quite an expression on his face. Do you think that that was like just kind of like a bad picture? Oh yeah, just caught him in that moment, mm-hmm. he, or or is he actually uh, the black evil Jack Nicholson? Here he is. to burn he says i mean pat if if he did what he's accused of mm-hmm. i mean it's just a, such an act of inhumanity it and is, i just wonder yeah, what what could have reduced him below his own humanity what 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 happened yeah what happened to him what set of circumstances what did we do to him this yeah that's a good question <laughs> I think they should do more and make him do even more. It's a sad thing. I don't know. What have they done? It's so inhumane the way they dragged him out in chains in front of the camp, in front of the public. Mm. Like, why did they? Tr- why did they deny him any dignity? That's a good question. They had no dignity. They had him in a mask to keep him safe, but I mean, no. 
they they allowed a crowd to come out, the and press to him. come out and like poke at him. What like is he's this an like, animal? Like he's a bear? Like what is this? The thirteenth century? Mm-hmm. Right. Why not just hang him in a cage over the town square? Precisely. You know? I mean, that's what they would do. Uh, well, he they have arrested him on at least four prior occasions, so maybe that was it. Uh, most recently, November. Oh, that's oh, right. So you know, mm-hmm. I guess Bragg was right. If we hadn't arrested him, maybe maybe he that woman would be alive today. He wouldn't be so agitated. <laughs> he wouldn't be so mad. Maybe it, ta- it should take more, you know, to um, arrest someone than just some white person being scared, you know, feeling menaced. What's that? Menaced. <laughs> Granted. According to uh, court documents obtained by the Daily Mail, uh, the incident uh, was at a homeless shelter. Uh, that was where he was staying. He allegedly threatened a man with a screwdriver. Uh, he said, I will stab you. He was quoted as telling the alleged victim, I'll stab you. I, I really do like direct threats, you know? Implied threats are annoying to me. I will stab you, to me, is... Uh, that, that There's no other way to interpret that. Well, it's hard to it's hard to negotiate a relationship with someone who's being passive aggressive. Yeah, for for real. Uh, Glenn's court date uh, on the menacing case scheduled for March first, which he would have appeared at, I'm sure. His rap sheet begins in 2017, charged with criminal mischief for breaking the screen of a slot machine at the <laughs> World <laughs> Resort World Casino in Queens. Yeah, those can be pretty fucking annoying. What's the screen? Screen of a slot. Oh, machine? the screen! The screen. Yeah, he broke the screen. He goes like, it just keeps coming up. Lemon cherry diamond. <laughs> Son of a bitch! You you put all your money in, don't win anything. Yeah, that's a. Drag. Some people don't like to be robbed. No, it's true. And that's what those things are for: robbing poor people. I mean, really, they do. That's what they do. You rob poor people. Of them. Am I wrong? No. Oh, you gotta go. Oh, shit. I thought you were saying, keep it going, keep no, it going. No, no, no. I was saying I got to go. <laughs> okay. Very sorry. Uh, thank you for being here, Seth Barron. And uh, make sure you pick up the book, Last Days of New York. And uh, talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.